Hello, this is Rob and Mike from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, and this is Think Smart with TMFG. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I are going to be discussing we are living better than our parents did. Mike, I thought it was time for us to do a positive podcast on some of the good things that are happening. And I came across this interesting article. It was called 24 Charts That Show You're Living Better Than Your Parents. So I thought we should uh, discuss a few of the findings in that. It was funny. I was in Ireland uh, uh, about a month ago, and we got to tour the uh, Irish Immigration Museum. And as we both talked about before, traveling isn't as easy as it used to be, right? You go through it, it takes long lines at the airports and uh, delays and all the hassle, losing your luggage. And when I went to the Irish Immigration Museum, they were showing uh, the ships that used to bring people from Ireland over to the U.S. And they were called coffin ships because 50% of the people that left ended up in a coffin by the time they got to the destination. So listen, I thought, yeah, maybe our, our, the travel isn't that, that bad. Well, there you go. And not even you know, going back to that age, but even in the last 30 years, things have changed dramatically. The problem is when you hear, you know, the radio or the television or pick up a newspaper, all you hear is that things are getting worse and that the middle class people can barely survive, uh, that our younger generations through no fault of their own have a lower standard of living than did their parents. And what this data sort of says is, that's not really true. And so let's explore just some of the data and some of the highlights of it. And let's start with an easy one. Here's what's trending up. We are eating healthier. Now, a lot of people are going to argue that. But if you just looked at the expansive change in fresh fruit in stores, there's not many stores you can go into in Canada where you can't get fresh Blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, and strawberries. Even compared to the 1980s, that has changed threefold into what you can get versus what you could get back then. They didn't exist. The only time I had blueberries as a kid was during the summer when they'd be picked. That was it. And so that's just fruit. Let's go to vegetables. 1985, the four most popular vegetables were onions, tomatoes, heads of lettuce, and we're talking like the head, yeah. <laughs> and potatoes. You're a big fan of potatoes. It sounds like my diet. I don't think I've changed. <laughs> you may not have changed. The but, stuff is in the store, though. I do know that. <laughs> but today, right, you can get avocados, asparagus, broccoli, romaine lettuce, year-round, pretty much regardless of where you live in this country. Yep. or in North America for that matter. Some of the other things that have become cheaper, hammers, ladders, tools, televisions. You could go out and buy a 60-inch TV for $1,000 today. Do you, do you know when I started first working, I leased a computer. I went because I couldn't afford to buy a computer because there were still a few thousand dollars at that point. And this was something that has, you know, one thousandth the power of my iPhone nowadays, but it was a like a 286 or whatever they were at that time. And I remember it was like $2,400 and I had to go to a leasing company. It took me two years to lease it to uh, monthly payments. Well, it's interesting, you know, having done Zoom calls over the last year with a lot of clients, I've realized some of my clients have very old computers at home. And I'm, I'm like, 
you could just go down to Best Buy and for six, $700, they could get you a great new computer with microphones and video cameras all built in twice, three times as fast as the one you're working on today, trying to connect to a Zoom call. Yeah. So that's completely changed. Now, Mike, you're a truck guy. Yep. Bars like your trucks. What's happened to automobiles? Oh, automobiles. Well, the quality of automobiles has increased so much compared to where they used to be. You get so much more. I mean, obviously, prices went a bit with inflation. But what you get now compared, we just went uh, for a boat ride. We're just saying how we've been so spoiled because with cars, you never think about a car breaking down anymore. You just start your car. It always works. Do you remember in the back in the I wasn't driving the you know, 80s, but remember everyone had an ordeal to start their car. You couldn't hand your keys to someone and start them. You'd say you have to hit your gas twice and knock on the hood. Or there was always some type of start regimen to get your car to work. Nowadays, everyone just walks, you don't touch anything, you just press a button and it's running. Well, it was interesting. Yeah, Ingrid, my wife, is looking for a new car. And so we were looking at a, a Hyundai recently. And I, I looked in the back and I said, well, there's, is there a spare tire? And he said, no, there is no spare tire anymore. The research shows that your chance of getting a flat tire in the first four years of ownership of a new car is like next to nothing. So why take out all that space with, a, with an extra tire? It just takes up space. So now they've turned that space into storage space. Much better. What, what other thing has changed with cars? In 1980, America suffered about 3.5 highway fatalities for every 100 million miles on the road. In 2014, so 34 years later, it was down to one fatality. Not three and a half, but one fatality per 100 million miles. That is dramatically, dramatically better. Now, in 2021, it was a little higher at 1.33, but that's still a lot better than three and a half. We talked about that before. The old cars, you thought they were safer because they were big and heavy. They were a lot less safe. We always talk about food, clothing. So if we go back to 1960, the average American household would spend 28% of its income on just food and clothing. By 1990, so 30 years after that, it had dropped to 15%. What would you think it would be today? Food and clothing, household income. Probably 10. Yeah, 11%. Yeah. So it's, it's almost a third of where it was 60 years ago. Dramatic change. Uh, clothing, durables, home appliances, other long-lasting consumer goods keep getting cheaper. Healthcare, education have tended to get a little more expensive over time. And food and rent are, are more in the middle. But Things are relatively cheap, certainly not in the grocery stores today. But if you're buying goods, they're dramatically cheaper. What else? Shelter. So shelter is obviously an important thing. We've talked about housing on numerous podcasts. But once you account for some of the changes in housing and you tax transfer programs, People in the bottom part of the market have actually made big gains. They're doing dramatically better than the world likes to think they're doing. They've come 
closer to middle class. I remember when it used to be a luxury to have like a dishwasher in someone's home. You'd walk in and think, oh, they, they have a dishwasher. That was special. And people would go to laundromats before. You know, you'd see people with their coins to go to the laundromat. I remember my mother having to go to the laundromat to do stuff. This was 40 years ago, but I remember her going to the laundromat to do laundry. It wasn't as common to have this stuff in your house. So let's use an example. And this is, this is you know, a, a simple item, that a dishwasher. So in 1980, if you looked in the Sears catalog, a dishwasher went for about $299, $300. Yep. If you went to Home Depot today, what would be the cheapest dishwasher you could find? Probably about $400. About $400. Yeah. And that's 42 years. Yeah. That's pretty good. Look at the difference in a house price between 1980 <laughs> and now. You know, it's tenfold. A couple of other changes. Let's go back to housing. 1990, only 20% of new single family homes had four or more bedrooms. Today, new houses being built, half of them have four or more bedrooms, okay? So that's changed a lot. Um, now, are the houses bigger? The houses are bigger. They've got more bathrooms. They've got more bedrooms. Houses are bigger. Yeah, my house, we had four kids, we had one bathroom. I mean, there was war in the morning over who was gonna get in the bathroom first. My dad would have first rights and we'd all fight for the second one. We get to healthcare. Fewer people are dying of heart disease. Fewer people are dying of cancer. Overall, your chance of dying of cancer at any given age is 19% lower than it was 30 years ago. And, you know, look at me. I'm still here nine years later. And my prognosis wasn't very good when I was going through treatment. So those are some of the positives. One thing that has changed a lot is cost of university. There's no way to, you know, make this sound good. The cost of going to university is up dramatically, especially now that you're having to go for four years before you used to be able to go for three years. That's a 33% increase right there, just that extra cost. And some kids today are stretching it out to five years. That even makes it a 66% increase. So it's not actually, it's probably not the cost of tuition because I don't think that's changed that much, right? When I was in, you know, 90, in 1990, I think tuition was $1,700 a year. If I, and that's just out of my memory. The tuition, had, you know, it might have doubled from that, the tuition portion. But as you said, I think the cost of living, the cost of housing, the, the additional year they put on the university, all adds up to increase those costs too. Something that's always in the news, women. Tremendous progress there. Um, go back to the early 70s, about 13% of young women had college degrees. Today, over 46% of women at that age have a college degree. It's dramatically changed. And that's for the better, yep. even with the higher cost of education. What else has changed, Mike? Well, I guess parenting today. Parents spend a lot more on kids than they used to. Back, back in our youth, the parents didn't spend a lot on you know, extracurricular activity. You were sort of in charge of yourself. It, it's a lot more expensive for a parent to raise a kid in today's environment than it was 30 or 40 years ago. It, you know, uh, we had stats that said back in 1985, the average mother spent eight and a half uh, hours per week focused on child, child care. Uh, well, the average father spent about three hours. Today's mother spends about 13.7 hours and every father spends about 7.2 hours. So the fathers have more than doubled the amount of time they're spending, still yeah. well below what the, the women are spending. Yeah. It's still got a long way to go. It's only about halfway there. 
but but even women today are spending far more time with their children. And I tell you, when you spend time with your children, you spend money. <laughs> it goes with it, right? That, that is it. So we're not saying this applies to everything and everyone, but there's a lot of really good things going on in our world today. Things are constantly improving, but we're barraged by bad news all the time. And it's tough to, to see through that cloud of smoke that and haze that's always in front of you of all the bad news. Well, I guess there's a lot of what goes on is technology has taken a big expense that wasn't there a long time ago. But all it is does improve lifestyle. Like it's a worthwhile expense when you look at, you know, obviously we didn't have cell phone bills, we didn't have computer bills and costs to, to everything like that, internet. But when you look at the advancements we've had and how much more ability we have in life through that and the freedom that it's provided, that's a tremendous increase in lifestyle. Think of think of the phones when you have to actually be home to take a phone call. You're stuck. If if you if you got a call for a job and you're waiting for a call back, you have to sit in your house all day and wait for that to call. call and, come in. and then and then you had answering machines yeah. that you could only use when you were there, right? You yeah. couldn't. And then that and today most of the youth don't use answering machines. No, because they're always in constant contact with everyone they need to be in constant contact, other than their parents. Yep. That brings us to the end of another week. Thank you for joining us. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.